0: Welcome to Uphill Conversations, your ride-along partners for your emerging future. Everything in life worth having is uphill. You can't go uphill with downhill habits. It's time for another show. Are you ready to be inspired? Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Uphill Conversations. I'm your host, Tim, and I'm so glad you can join me today as you are living your life and heading toward your emerging future. Hopefully you are eliminating any downhill habits and canceling out all agreements with limiting beliefs. And yes, it is so very true. You can be more, do more and have more. So this is episode 87 and um, I appreciate all of the support. Uh, The downloads are rocking and rolling. I appreciate you guys listening in in the audience. Thank you so much. I'm grateful. I like to know that I can be of service to you and where you are in your life. And it's an honor, um, to do this. Most people ask me, why do you do a podcast, Tim? And I let them know it's, it's not monetized. Not that you can't monetize one, but it's just something that I do because I just, it's like my gift. It's one of my ways of giving. So, um, I appreciate all of you that support it and have shared it with others. Um, to support and listen to as well, and I hope that uh, folks actually get a lot out of it from the guests and the great wisdom and information they share because they are super smart people, not only intellectually, but incredible emotional intelligence, and they have a lot of life to share with you. So if you want to know more about the show, go to uphillconversations.co, and on the website you can find all the social channels, all the goodies are there, all the past episodes, If you want to be a guest on the show, click on the link to be a guest and uh, fill out the form and I'll get back to you as well. If you know someone that would be a great guest and would uh, fit and line up with the show and the content, hey, put their name in there, send it on, check it out. We'll get in touch with them and we will get them hopefully on the show um, also on Mondays, just want to let you guys know that I have been doing the think out it's Monday. I think I've the seven of them out there now and they're like a two minutes max to maybe slightly over that long. and I I have a thought and I share it for you for a week that you just keep that thought for the week and a um, little inspiration and motivation um, because Monday is a great day. It's a great start to something or to start to do something great. It's a great day to start. To do something great how about that monday rocket my monday is like most people's friday i'm excited about monday so i know that um, we're gonna get to work we're gonna get some things done my weekends relax rejuvenate and i'm ready to get into the week in rock and roll so you can go check out those on youtube look up uphill strategies just type that in the search bar And you will see uh, the videos there um, on the channel, and uh, TGIM is what they are. And also, if you want to know more about what I do, go to uphillstrategies.co, and uh, there's the website, and that's what I do every day, is working with companies and businesses, individuals, organizations, working with their leaders, teams, and um, doing one-to-one and helping people grow. That's what I like, and um, it's what I hope to do for the rest of my life. But, anyways, today's episode, I'm just gonna be by myself and I'm gonna be talking about critical questions. I'm just using that term. It could be the most important question, important questions. It could be um, you know, for you, it's like need-to-know questions. I mean, I don't or need to know uh, answers to my questions, whatever it is you call it that. I call it critical questions. And for me, what's been you know going on in my world and working with others, I found that. Using or pushing the fact that most decisions really need the answers, good answers. You need to be well-informed about the decisions you're going to make. And it could be relationship-related. It could be you're making a major purchase. It could be a career change. Who knows what it is that you feel you really need to get to the bottom of something. And so that's going to come through critical questions. And so... One of the things that I did was create pairings of words for me because over the last year for myself, um, especially starting midway of last year, all the way up, we're almost midway through this year. Um, I I could feel things. I knew things were going on, and all this stuff. And sometimes I would ask myself the critical questions, and sometimes I would not. Then there were times that I knew that um, because I didn't ask the critical questions. Ooh, man was not good. But then when I did ask critical questions, sometimes I got answers I liked and was ready to go for and go with. And then there were times I got answers that I did not like, but the fact is I was still able to make a decision and act so that I could own my outcome because that's ultimately what I want to be able to do. That's what ultimately, hopefully you want to be able to do is not just always feel like you make the perfect decision But that you can say that with all of the information that you have, according to your true self, according to who you are, how you show up, what you believe, what you believe about yourself, that you are going to own your outcome. Whether it goes in your favor or not, that you are trying to show up and do it in alignment. So what I did was I made a pairing of words for myself to help me through the process. Took me a while to get better, but um, I, and that's what I want to do is continue to get better. And I always believe there's room for improvement. So let me share the way I do this, and then I'm going to share some critical questions with you. This is going to be a nice, hopefully helpful, short, and sweet episode for you. So, intuition and observation. What I realized, what I wanted to do was. I didn't want to just use my own intuition and I didn't want to just go by my observation because what I was doing was in some cases I would get the gut feeling and I'd be like, ah, this is what it is. Then other times I would look and see something and I would observe and through observation and a little study, I would feel like I had an answer. I need to couple those two together. I needed a coupling of intuition plus observation for greater outcomes And that's what I began to do. And once I started doing that, I improved because gut only, I could be wrong. Observation only, I could be wrong. But bringing them both together, I have more information to work with that I could sit with, that I could spend time with, I could meditate on. Um, And that's what I did. Another one is contemplation and reflection. So I know you say, well, those seem like they seem to be the same. Well, for me, I contemplate and then I reflect. I'm reflecting on what's happened and then I'm going to contemplate my next move, my next step. So with my intuition and my observation, then I would want to do contemplation and reflection so that I can continue to collect evidence for myself on what's going on, especially around a major decision that I need to make. Then I needed to realize what was appropriate and inappropriate. And that's a tough one. Because there are things that I may have had some fear with. There may have been things that um, that I felt were uh, maybe too much or it would be, um, if I did this, it would it would create like you know major disruption. you know And so with that, was it appropriate or inappropriate? Was my fear appropriate? Was it inappropriate? I needed to look at it and listen to it though. I didn't ignore it. I didn't ignore the voice. I was listening to the voice. Because fear does have a voice, whether appropriate or inappropriate. Um, when, uh, when someone's giving you a warning, you know, that warning, it could be appropriate or inappropriate. I don't know, but listen to it, hear it. How does that sit with you? You need to spend some time, once again, contemplate, reflect. Use your intuition, observation. And then take time to say, is this appropriate or inappropriate? Is my decision appropriate or inappropriate? Is, you know, if I make this next move, is it appropriate or inappropriate? You know, that's what you've got to work on. You've got to spend time thinking, reflecting. Now, I'm sure there's a more sophisticated way to share, and there's people that can do it so much better than me. What I'm sharing with you, I'm just walking you through this, and hopefully, um, in my process, hopefully, you can see the way I was thinking. And it might help you because you may be in that spot. And let me tell you, the things that I, w- that I had to make shifts and go with, I had a lot of crazy thoughts going in my head. I had a lot of things that I had to make sure that I reconciled inside of myself so that I would not you know, do anything that would be irreparable. And not to anyone else, but to myself. And we can do that when we don't take the time to really ask critical questions and go through a process of doing it and spending time with it, we can end up creating problems or doing more damage to ourselves. But then here's the other thing that I did. And sitting still, I would listen to what my feelings were saying. Now, I'm not saying to run your life based on your emotions, but I wanted to know where I felt these things. What was I feeling? And I then wanted to just identify not only what I was what I was feeling, but then I wanted to think about it and think about what I was hearing from my feelings. Because feeling is one thing. Then thinking about that feeling, I want to know what it's telling me. What am I hearing from it? So I wanted to listen to what I'm feeling. What's my body saying? Where do I feel it? if it hurts like you know when you go to a doctor just say where does it hurt show me when i press it what does it feel like the doctor will say so you they press it and you describe it to them so i want to think about the thing not only what i'm feeling but i want to think about it so i know exactly what i'm hearing because i need the combination of my thinking and i need to come in my with my feelings i need to combine the two my thoughts and my feelings. But then lastly, one of the biggest things that I did was I had to pray, I had to meditate, um, to be still, to just spend time just obviously just listening and um, allowing, you know, thoughts to come and go. Um, and, And because I was getting myself more in tune with what was really going on, it was a for me, a much more productive process. And it was something that I knew my listening improved because I could hear beyond my own thoughts. I could, I could hear outside of my own thinking. And unfortunately, a lot of times we find ourselves in situations that our best thinking got us there. And so if that's the best our thinking can do and we don't like where we are, then we need to obviously listen for something different so that we can think differently. We need to bring in different information so that we can decide, think and decide differently. We need to hear what our feelings are saying so that we can think and decide differently. I mean, the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it is a total decision. It's a total you decision. It's knowing that on the inside that you are well already, that inside of you, you are whole, inside of you, that you are habit-free, inside of you, that you are strong. That's inside you, the spirit you that I believe is in us. And unfortunately, we get stuck behind our lower brain that just holds us up, that brain that's just like a little machine that's just pumping out just orders for us to do and that's where we find ourselves maybe chasing even cravings instead of understanding what a hunger is for something. We all can go through that. And, you know, to me, cravings are like eating 10 bags of Doritos, you know, when I'm hungry, but I feed a craving but when I'm hungry and I take the time to prepare a meal and I think about how it's going to, you know, be how it's going to serve my body and the purpose for my life and give me energy and fuel to move on, that's different. I'm going to look I'm going to think about it differently. And that's what we need to be doing is taking time to sit down and to listen, meditate, be still, pray, whatever it is that you feel is in your paradigm and in your world that's what i would do so there's for me in this little step of intuition with observation contemplation with reflection deciding if it's appropriate or inappropriate listening to what i'm feeling and then writing down or or trying to get my mind to work with what i've heard from my feelings then praying meditating Listening, being still, that's like, that's for me, that was my sweet spot. But then with that, I was able to now answer questions like I'm about to share with you. I took myself down a a list of questions and they're like this. And I share these with my coaching clients. I share them with others, friends, family, whomever, and you apply them how you want. But these are the questions that I answered for myself to put me in a new place. So the first one was, do I want this? I wanted to know that what I was in, do I want this? Do I want to identify with this? Do I want to be connected to this? Do I want to, you know, even serve this? Do I want to be involved with this? Whatever it is, do I want this? The second question, whatever I answered, yes or no to, but if I said yes, I wanted to know why, why do I want this? And I had to make sure that I wrote this out. Does it fit my legacy? Have I changed my mind about my legacy? Have I shifted what I believe about my legacy? And how, how does this fit with the priorities that I want to have for my life? Is this a big change, little change? What is it? Why do I want this? What am I looking for? Then the next question I would ask myself is, what outcome do I expect? What do I expect the outcome to be? Because at the end of it all, I wanted to make sure that I was able to say, regardless of the outcome, this is what I hope for. And it's not hope for the best, expect the worst. No, I believe for the best. And I believe the best happens even when the best doesn't happen because it's still my best effort and I continue to get better. So what outcomes do, or what, well, sorry, what outcome do I expect? So can I own that outcome, whether it's good or whether it's bad? If it was my decision, can I own it? Then if it doesn't go my way, if it doesn't go the way that I expect, what am I going to do with it? That was an important question. How will I face it? How will I stand up with it? You know, am I going to make an excuse? Will I make an alibi? What reason will I give? I wanted to really get down there with a critical question like that. Then I would ask myself, is this in alignment with who I am? I mean, we're always changing. We're all affected by different things. We all have situations and circumstances that affect us decisions other people make and decisions that we make we're always in some sort of change and change is good if we do it in accordance to true alignment and who we are what do we believe to be true and then i got once i got past all that i said to myself i need a couple more questions that will help me as I answered those. And trust me, I have lots of, of pages <laughs> written out in a journal and some electronic, some are just in notebooks. But what am I willing to exchange for what I ultimately desire now with this outcome? What am I willing to exchange? Not give up, but exchange. Because it's value for value that I'm willing to say, I'm willing to exchange this for this outcome. I'm willing to, with all of my right-mindedness, with full faculty, with full understanding of who I am, that I'm willing to exchange this for this outcome. So I, I, I answered that question, what am I willing to exchange for what I desire? And then another very important one was, who will this affect or impact I felt it was very important because I always believe in the power of others. But then one of the things I realized was that one of the main things that's missing in a lot of our critical questions is who does it impact? Does this add value to their life? Will this help them? Will this hurt them? Will this help them to grow? Will this stop them from growing? And you have to make a decision. I have to make a decision based on that. And those are, those are some tough, tough Um, choices and decisions sometimes to make because you can find yourself wrestling with something that you truly believe and something you want to believe and something you're you're not sure about how you believe. I mean, you can find yourself there. So it's better to collect more and more and more information and evidence before you get yourself locked down and too far. So, and you know, I want to, I mean, let me, let me add one more thing. It used to be that, um, you know, our, our currency in our country was backed by gold. And so I was recently speaking with, um, uh, with an individual and, and we were talking about that, that, you know, sometimes we can, we can be in our lives almost like currency with no backing. And then I was like, wow, you know, cause that's where I feel like I'm at today Knowing that I, I can't predict tomorrow, but where I am today is that, you know, I want it to be that all the things that I do, everything that I say is backed by like gold. There's a real cur- there's really something backing the currency itself. It's not just paper, it's real currency. So I want you to be valuable like that. I want you to see yourself as that gold that will take allow itself to be put through a process of purification will allow itself to be you know just have the heat and the fire on it and let that dross come up you know we all have that dross in us we have that stuff that's just bringing the impurity into us and and you know what that's fine it's a it's a regular process but make sure that you are that substance you are that real thing that you are you are living that truth and you are backing that exchange. You're backing. You're really the backing component of the currency. You are the difference. I really appreciate all of you, and I want you to know that I care about you and your potential. I care about your how you see yourself, how you view yourself. I care about... You know, you living an intentional life and being intentional and doing things with purpose. I believe you truly can have the desires of your heart. And you can really make an incredible difference in this world for many, many others in their lives and for the generations to come. So I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Uphill Conversations. Always remember you can be more, do more and have more. Your current condition does not match your emerging future. And anything worth having is uphill, but you cannot go uphill with downhill habits. But most importantly, you will see people like me on the hill. You've been listening to Uphill Conversations. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the show at UphillConversations.co. See you on the hill.